What up, Army of Cunts? Before we start the show, we want to remind you that we have a catalog of over 200 episodes. You can access these and so much more content at patreon.com slash hot mess. That's right. At the $5 level, you get a best of compilation of our 25 most fire episodes behind that paywall. And at the $10 level, you get the entire back catalog plus two bonus shows. That's patreon.com slash hot mess. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna really, really, really wanna zig a zig ah. If you want my future, forget my past. If you wanna get with me, better make it fast. Now don't go wasting my precious time. Get your act together, we could be just fine. Hello, army of cons. Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. My name's Emily. And my name is Andrea. And today we have, ooh, a CEO with us. Welcome to the show, Miss Alexandra Fine. Woo woo! This is the businesswoman special. Businesswoman special! Alexandra is the CEO of Dame, the sex toy company that we have been shouting on the rooftops we've been about. Repping, we've been <laughs> repping your company Unofficially. so hard. You guys, uh, it, it's a it's a shocker that we're not sponsored by this company. Wow, look at you, businesswoman. Although doing a good job. Although we Noted. did, although we did receive products from them. Yes. Uh, w- once we got into contact. Yes. And uh, I tried mine out. Did you try yours out? Of course. What did you, you What did you get? Uh, but we both got Eva, I believe. I got an Eva. I also got a um, Kip or Palm. It's it's the palm. finger one. Oh, Finn. Okay, you got Finn. Finn. I think we got Palm. And you also. got Palm. Yeah, it's a squishy one. Yes, I love that one. It's like a like little. It. It's like a what do you call it? Um, a stress ball, but it's ah. but it's for your pussy in the yeah. best possible way. Yeah, it feels like a sense. finger. Yeah, because I would argue that that is a major reason why people masturbate. Yes, absolutely to relieve stress. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> holding two stress balls, and then I have the vibrator. I have three going at the same. Time. Like, yeah. yeah, and Eva could just stay there in place exactly. while you know. So it's oh. great. It's an yeah. army. Eva, I actually call I call her ET mm-hmm. because she's green and also because she looks like a little alien. Like she's yeah. got these little legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I, she has so much personality. Like yeah. I can't even tell you. She she's really one does. of my best friends. I feel yeah, pretty emotionally great. attached to these products that you've created, and and we will certainly get to that. But we. <laughs> We will start it off speaking of sex. Yeah, speaking of bugs and aliens. Oh, my God. Okay. So several, I think maybe two episodes back, we were talking with guest Christina Galston about you shitting in a bag. Ironically, this was your story. But it came through the woodwork that I also had accidentally swallowed or had a cockroach in my mouth. Uh, Welcome to New York. Here we Mm. are. And I was drinking a cup of coffee. I put it down. Uh. I went elsewhere, I revisited the coffee, I took a sip, and there was a solid in my mouth, uh-huh. and I was like, what the fuck is this? It's always this? what you want to detect oh. when you're drinking a beverage, <laughs> right? I really don't think I'm going to be able to drink coffee <laughs> yeah. the next week just thinking about I don't story. think I can be alive for the next, <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like people eat cockroaches, though. Like, yes. So, I mean... You recreationally don't have to be that person 
Yeah. I guess people eat crickets people eat bugs, yeah. and bugs. grasshoppers and shit. Yeah. But like our cockroaches have like a little squirting element of them that's not so great. Oh, when you're oh like, God. What? No. That's what I've heard. What are they squirting? I don't know. They're juices. Jizz. Oh, yeah. God. It jizzed in my mouth. It was did you bite baby. into it? Did no, you, I did not. You no, were no, able to spit it out. Yes. I like pulled it out of my mouth. Oh, my. It was ugh. fucking foul. Because I was like, there's something solid. I have to pull it out. But then that moment of like, what is it was so heightened. And also, whatever it is, it's not going to be good. No. You're not going to be psyched that this (laughs) solid is in your drink. No. So I was, I've been telling everybody in my life about this. This has been a big moment for me. Um, And I've been getting disgusting bug related stories. I like didn't think about, I mean, obviously I assumed people would be, would be like, Oh, that's disgusting. But I I didn't think I'd be hit with like grosser, weirder stories, Yeah, which was my mistake. Of course the world's a a hellfire. Um, (laughs) and one guy told me that his dad used to pay him to eat bugs. I'm like, someone needs to retroactively call child services. He was like, yeah, someone paid me $25 to eat a moth. I'm like, how did you get it? Oh my God. Um, and then a listener wrote in, uh, d- slid into my DMs with some fucking harrowing shit. Um, okay, so here it goes. So the people, the people that listen to our show, God bless them. I'm so yes. glad that I put this out into the world and that it came back. Agreed. Agreed. But I also think, you know, everything is, is a spectrum. Yes. And most people fall, you know, somewhere in the middle. And I think what we're learning is that people have horrifying experiences and you just don't know. Yeah. yeah. You don't know until you share your cockroach in the mouth story, how bad that other people have had it too. Yeah. I mean, I think this is true for any borderline traumatic or you know like these are experiences that you didn't enjoy so you don't generally go around telling people about them right yeah it's really normalizing when we all realize that everyone has everybody has a cockroach story (laughs) i'm I'm happy that we're spreading cockroach awareness to the general public yeah i mean i used to have a joke about vomiting during blowjobs uh in my early comedy days and i can't even tell you how many women would like come up to me after shows and like look around like hoping no one here and be like, I did too. I'm like, we all did. Yeah, but that's so funny to me that anybody could even hide that because I have literally vomited on multiple men's stomachs before. I have never done that. And I vomit like, all the time. Somebody really killing it in yeah, the bedroom. Gonna, gonna You've never vomited the- during a blowjob. No, I've never vomited. I mean, I've gagged, yes. you know, I've like, you can get like the tears going. You know, yes. So. Um, but, no, I'm not thrown up on a Isn't dick. Isn't that the best when you're crying and you're like, don't worry, I'm not sad. <laughs> this is happiness. It's just a <laughs> physical problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was not- I just, I think it works. Like, I'm like, look. Well, I don't, you, look, look at, at these the tears. tears. Look yeah. at the, these badges of hard work. Yeah, yeah it's a nice feels. touch. Well, yeah. this is a blowjob story that I received. Spoiler alert. I didn't think oh, wait, that the cockroach okay. and a blow and a blowjob would be together. Oh but my God. Here intrigue. they are. Here oh, they are. Intrigue. How are these pieces going to fit these together? Pieces are together. I, st- I like stopped what I was doing when I got this. Okay. Go ahead. So, Hey, I'm listening to the Christina episode where you guys are talking about the cockroach incident. Yeah. That shit is disgusting and also embarrassing. But I'm so glad I'm not the only one who's had a fucking cockroach near their mouth. You're welcome, girl. Uh, I mean, in. You had it in. It was in. But uh, not to diminish your experience. Yes, thank you. Continue. That is, that this is disgusting. Okay. Uh, It's, okay, it's fucked up. But one time I was blowing a Tinder guy in his garage. 
Already? <laughs> Classic. I love this. Already I'm all on board. Garage blowjob. This must have been like a high school. Actually, you know what? I'm not even going to place it on this. Yeah, maybe it was his garage. Maybe he's a landowner. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he's maybe he's a landowner. Maybe it's like a finished garage. Maybe they live in one of the cities where they have garages. Right. Like yeah, people like people have actual that. places to put your shit. Yeah. Maybe it's his kink. I don't want to shame. Okay. I was blowing a Tinder guy in his garage. One too many fireball shots might have been involved. Now, ah, this you're, is, you're, you're ah, 21 years you old. You fucking slut. This I is, love it. This is the time to do this shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, a garage fireball slots, shots, slots, slots fireball shots. Tinder. I call my pussy the fireball slots. <laughs> They're, these are all like bringing such nostalgia back I know. to me. I'm like grinning from ear to ear. I'm imagining that he has his own personal bottle of Fireball in his garage. Yeah, yeah. Like he has like a, a little um, makeshift bar. Yeah, like and a it's kegerator. just Fireball and Svedka. Oh, and then like God. cranberry and seltzer. Yes. He sounds kind of cool. You think he has a motorcycle? Uh, 100%. I hope. Yeah. I would have been blowing this guy in a garage, too. <laughs> I've blown many versions of this guy in many garages. So I feel ya. Um, So, okay. So the fireball shots are involved. I didn't feel this fucking roach crawling up his leg. How would you... Also... Yeah. Why does he not feel? I mean, I guess he's in the throes yeah, of pleasure. Yeah, he's feeling lots of tingles. Yes, it's a garage blowjob. All bets are off. Okay, so I feel it's this. A GP. <laughs> I feel this fucking roach crawling up his leg and onto my hand as I am cupping his balls. And as I go to put my mouth on them, this fucking roach decides to wait, make its way onto my upper lip. Oh, ah! my God. No! So it was on her hand, and then it like this. did it jump? You know what I mean? Yeah, is like at the end so, of the story. I, I guess what happened to the relationship? Did they end up together? together? Are they married? Is this like the moment that like sparks it all? <laughs> that I, that would be a meet cute, huh? Yeah, yeah I think you? that's the definition. No, but is she is she cupping the balls and the roach is on the outside of her hand, like yeah. knuckles facing out? That's what I'm wondering. And then she goes, her hands are still on the balls. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out the mechanics. Right. She, this is like when you tried to explain ass eating to me and I'm like, I need a diagram. Where do the legs go? <laughs> she's making, so she's making her way to the balls, but yeah. her hand, she hasn't removed her hand yet. Yes. So now the cockroach quickly like saunters over from they her hand. They can fly. Oh, I know, I know. That's oh, what yeah, I'm wondering. Oh yeah, they can fly. Yeah, I think they it can flew. Fly. I think it flew. It saw a mouth coming its way and it was like, ooh, it's warm mm-hmm. and sweet. And I'm a cockroach. Ah! Okay, so this fucking mo- roach decides to make its way onto my upper lip. I freaked out as any sane person would. And this motherfucker, the Tinder guy, not the roach, let's be clear, fucking put his hand on the back of my head as if I wanted to continue blowing him. But so he, now he we see? know what happened yes. in the relationship. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You're like, who cares about the roach? What's their, their story? I want to know, know how they dealt with that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How is this they, a moment of bonding or is this like, you know, they see each other's true color? Yeah. It, just, yeah. yeah. It could, don't like it could it. go either way. Like, I do feel like the way that you handle those little horrible situations mm-hmm. together yeah. 
does set the tone for like if you want to continue. T- totally. There yeah. was a very early I think it was my second date with my now boyfriend. Oh, we were at Slam D. Slam D. Um <laughs> we were at this bar and we had like a charcuterie board. Okay. And the first couple dates he was an aggressive gum chewer, which is like low key super annoying and he does he's like cut down a lot on his gum chewing. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think for me I think just like because it's generally disgusting sure but i'm sure um, you saying that to him had nothing to do with it yeah absolutely nothing so um disgusting he's he's chewing gum he takes out his gum to Mm. eat the cheese and charcuterie Uh and a cockroach jumps out i (laughs) pick up a piece of cheese what i think is a piece of cheese put it in my mouth and realize it's his gum oh fun and what kind of cheese did you think that was yeah like a soft cheese (laughs) like a brie a little brie a mint flavored Um, cheese so i'm like so grossed out but i don't want to say anything because i don't want to ruin the mood so i don't want to be like Dude, your fucking disgusting you gum s- that you just laid down on the table is now in my mouth. So I just like gingerly just take it out. You should have spit it back put into it his down. mouth like a baby. I should have. I should have. And then I didn't reveal to him until later that mm. night. Like, by the way, your gum was just all up in my mouth. Yeah. And it made us closer. Yeah. Wait, did you put the gum back and then he chewed the gum again? I, no, I put it like in a napkin. Oh, okay. I like, like spit it a out. A little bit more like an adult. I spit yeah. it out into yeah. a napkin, like a lady. Yeah, like you a know, lady. I have my moments. I would have ba- <laughs> baby birded it. I would have been like, you did this. Now you have to eat it out of my mouth. Yeah. Well, the- and my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's an escalation. <laughs> I mean, listen, cockroach girl, you're right. It is, uh, this guy does not see, the fact that, can we, let's, He's cockroach guy. Co- yes, yes. And she's she's just our, our fireball slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love a fireball, fireball slut. slut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, d- my this is my question. Yeah, I don't know if I can answer, but go ahead. No, no, no. You're not going to be able to answer. Only she can. But like, yeah. uh, w- whether or not she's going to write back to us, I'm is... going to answer it. Yes. Okay. My Alexander question is: Did <laughs> he see the cockroach too, or was he like? pushing her head forward and he didn't know what had just happened. I think he saw the cockroach too because she seems very like she seems confident that he did. Yeah. And like and she would have had a reaction to it. I would have. Yeah. It sounds like she had a reaction to it. It is possible that that didn't happen but like I'm just gonna go with her. Yeah. Yeah. If, If he saw it that is so hilarious that he just tried to continue when it didn't happen. I mean, you would have to be so into it. Like, cockroaches are not a bug that you can just, like, flick away and expect them to not reappear. Yeah. I remember making out with this hippie when I was traveling in Southeast Asia. It was like, Cambodia oh, or something. Okay. And, was, okay. and there were a lot of cockroaches around, and yeah. he was not bothered by them at mm-hmm. all. And I remember trying to be like, I'm cool, too. I don't yeah. care about the cockroaches. I can hang. I can hang, but I didn't like it. No. Yeah. Did they look like the cockroaches here? They were bigger. They were bigger. They yeah. were bigger. You can never go to Southeast Asia now, Emily. I the bugs are bigger. Would yeah. I, I would have to be institutionalized if this happened to me. Yeah. You know what, girl? You are a soldier. Official welcome to the army of cunts. Yeah, you did it. You really did. You it. fucking did it. I mean, what about a spider? Would a spider stop you? Like, what level of it depends? Would stop it depends you? how big, and it depends. On the placement. I love the things that don't stop men. Yeah. You know? like oh one of my, my favorite pastimes back in my single days was 
pulling out a tampon right before I had sex. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. I don't think I ever did this, but in my head, I like would pull it out and like swing it around <laughs> my head and they'd still be like, yeah. What do you think of this <laughs> shit? They really never care. Yeah, it's so funny. That it's Well, it's actually kind of sad how, yeah, a lot of girls think that guys care about that. The best thing that was I, ever done. Oh, go ahead. I feel like some guys do care well, too. But if they do, then... I'm not fucking them. Yeah. You know, because I can't a fourth of my life. I cannot like just give you blowjobs that I'm sorry. That's a joyless task for Mm me. What if Um, there's a cockroach and then are you on it? Then I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, I, I actually, I kind of broke up with somebody once because he didn't, he said he had a blood phobia. Like it wasn't just my period. Like it had Mm -hmm. nothing. He says it had nothing to do with where it, came from Mm -hmm. it was the blood itself and I was like all right I mean I I respect that that's like a legitimate phobia that some people pass out when they give blood and some people you know some people are Mm -hmm. more sensitive to blood whatever get over it (laughs) like (laughs) turn off the lights yeah I let's go in the shower like let's make this a workable situation you'd be a great therapist yeah get over it get over it (laughs) yeah it's the Emily Lumen's get over it school of therapy I'm gonna need you to get the fuck over that I I mean yeah I had a Dustin my boyfriend has is afraid of blood and when I first hooked at the first time we hooked up, I had my period and he was trying to like act cool. Yeah. But then I would look over and his eyes would be like rolling into the back. <laughs> He'd be like holding on to walls and But he's shit. a fucking trooper. Yeah, That's got, why okay, we so keep Dustin around. There's, he got this, over there's it. this guy I was seeing before, before I got married and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was giving him a BJ and I was doing the old finger up the, the, the butt. Yes. Which, which he was, he was really into. Yeah. Um, and this time, like when I pulled it out, there was a little bit of poop on my finger, uh-huh. which like, you know, it, that happens sometimes. Sure. And I'm like, course. all right, I'm just going to like put the hands away from everything else. And we're going to keep on going. And I didn't realize what I, I did have, I had my period and we started having sex and mm-hmm. he looked down and he almost, passed out when he saw the blood he was definitely like oh and I just wanted to be like there's shit on the (laughs) finger you you should have used the shit as like war paint (laughs) on your face the most and the man who did this to me was a horrible like the man who I slept with was a horrible man but it was the most badass thing sex related that I've ever seen he pulled my tampon out. He like yanked <gasps> oh it out God. in a in passion, and I was like, Whoa. "It was fucking whoa!" I, was, whoa. I am what? Yes, right? yes. <laughs> all of us. The tone of the room just changed. Anybody he, have a Clorox? Yeah, right? he just yeah. He yanked it out. <sighs> he took the bloody end of the tampon and he drew a heart on his up. face, <laughs> on his face <laughs> with the blood and outside like, the perimeter. Yes. Of so you didn't marry him? No, no. He, he was a rapist. Well, he turned out oh, to be a rapist. He turned out to not be a good guy. Yeah. And I hate that I love the story. I and know now it also makes sense because that is kind of a creepy, weird thing to do. Oh yeah. But at first, when you were telling the story, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, you're like you're sexually forward than the other. Forward like, oh, and funny this. and kind of weird. <laughs> and like I'm into that, but yeah. then maybe like not. Yeah, he was. He turned out to be a very, very bad man. But he was. He used to be, um, he was a cover, a recovering heroin addict, and I think people who have had addictions that are that serious, when it comes to sex, they're like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Oh, blood. Oh, whoops. I almost lost my life to the most powerful drug in the world. I'm right. not going to like, oh, no, I love that poop. Like, yeah. it was, 
it was the most animalistic, crazy. Our sex life was honestly great. It sucks that he was a horrible man because our sex life was crazy. Yeah, but yeah. It, it sounds like it had more to do with the addiction and stuff. Like sure. he, the fact that he had an addictive personality. Oh. It tracks. Watching Seems him. He likes intensity. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah, Watching you could say that. <laughs> so he's a fan. He A cockroach would have not been a problem for him <laughs> yeah. at all. He would have made sweet love yeah, to me like, and that cockroach. Yeah, he would have like sucked on it and yeah. spat it out on your <laughs> pussy. I don't know. Wow. Aggressive. I don't know. But you know. <laughs> <I'll-> <laughs> hey, Andrea. Emily. Are you uh, planning any traveling lately? Yes. It's the holiday season. I got my stamp. I'm able to travel into my home country of Canada. Mama's got her green card back. Yes. So you're going home to Canada? Yes, I am. You know what would be really uh, helpful when you go home to Canada? What? An away suitcase. Oh my God, I am dying over this sponsor. It is the best suitcase I've ever owned. It is so sleek looking on the outside and so organized on the inside. I know. I I have never seen another suitcase work so well at such a great price point. Yeah, it's it's like a fancy suitcase at a every man's price. Exactly. I love it. I love all of these... Um, Companies that are selling direct to consumer because I feel like we can cut out all the bullshit and make things the appropriate price. I agree. The uh, suitcase that I got is the carry-on. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, just kidding. I got the bigger carry-on because mm. I like to accommodate more shit. That's right. And I got it in pink, Fuck yeah. which is uh, it's called Blush on the website. It is so cute. Millennial baby. Uh, so millennial. I'm so excited to travel with it. I can't tell you how great this suitcase is. Every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad to help you pack more in and a hidden and removable laundry bag that separates your dirty clothes. Genius. No more smelling your underwear. Exactly. Also, four 360-degree spinner wheels guarantee the smoothest roll even through the most hectic of airports and stations. Yeah, I love the wheels because especially when I'm traveling home to Canada, I'm usually going for like two weeks and I need all my stuff. My bag is packed to the gills and then my old bag always like one of the wheels flips or something when I'm Mm -hmm. dragging it along then it's rolling on the ground like this thing is so engineered that I can just get there quickly it's not falling over it's a really really well designed product it's actually like kind of fun to walk around with yeah it feels like you're gliding it really does it's the best feeling in the world whoever said it's all about the journey has never traveled during the holidays it's the most stressful craziest time to hit the road but Away's products are designed to work and fit together making travel smoother for the holidays and beyond yes Um, I personally would highly recommend this suitcase again it's the best suitcase I've ever owned and it's at an amazing price. Yes. It would also make a great holiday gift, by the way. Oh, yeah. I That's something that people love to receive because um, it's kind of annoying to buy for yourself. It's expensive. It's like something that's necessary, but you're like, oh, do I really want to get this right now? I could be getting all these other things and just like 
I'm going to get one for my brother's girlfriend because number one, she loves pink. Hell yeah. Two, she loves to travel. She used to be a flight attendant and she was like telling me about these bags low key. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, dude, if you're a flight attendant, Uh this would be the perfect bag. The carry on. Yes. The carry on is so small and so light and fits um, in pretty much any uh, overhead compartment. Well, they've they've measured them out and like designed them with airplane regulations in mind. So you don't have to think about like there's already enough to think about. When am I going to get these people? Am I going to get to airport on time? Blah, blah, blah. Am I going to have immigration paperwork my to ass. get throw, through? A suitcase is the last thing you want to worry about. So this thing is just ready to go. It also has TSA approved combination locks. So it mm-hmm. keeps your stuff safe. If you have really nice gifts, things that are valuable, lock it up. Give the gift of peace of mind. Love it. For $20 off any suitcase or bag, visit awaytravel.com slash hot mess and use promo code hot mess during checkout. Once more, that is awaytravel.com slash hot mess and promo code hot mess. It's like very apropos that we're talking about these like what what some would probably consider to be like taboo sex acts. Yeah. Because... We have a sexologist yeah, on the pod. We really do. I don't really know what a sexologist is. We know. went to your website and underneath your name it says CEO and then it says sexologist. I, and I was like, sex- I master, need a definition of yeah, that. Yeah, so I have my master's in clinical psychology from Columbia University. Oh, <laughs> and um, before that, I got my master's. In, no, before I got my master's, I got my bachelor's Mm -hmm. in psychology as well as women gender studies nice and worked at Planned Parenthood so I did a lot I wanted to be a sex therapist or a marriage counselor Mm -hmm. but I just got as far as getting my master's oh just as far as your master's (laughs) so I can't say like if you get I think if you get your master's in like biology you're a biologist but i am not a psychologist because i don't have my license okay right so i use the word sexologist to kind of just explain that i have credentials in some way yes it sounds fucking badass yeah it's interesting because i think sex there there are very few institutions that have a chair or part of their school where there is like sex as its own thing or yeah. sexuality studies in some way and usually you find it kind of in every single one though yeah like you're it's right. in anthropology it's yeah. in psychology totally. it's in art it's in everything yeah um i do but think we we're getting really there just... like with more specialized programs and independent study and stuff i do see some people pursuing mm-hmm. like human sexuality as yeah. a degree but it is rare what made you interested in human sexuality like in the beginning having a body yeah that's a that's <laughs> But like really, I think for me, I even when I was younger, I felt really sexual and I enjoy pleasure in my body and I'm curious and I want to like live my life and explore. Cockroaches, tampons. Yeah, (laughs) let's try it all. Um, And for me, I, I remember when I was younger thinking that that was a way of wielding power too, because it, it yeah. is in our society, um, in our society yeah. for sure. And um, I was interested in that. And then as I got older, I started to realize like, oh, oh, this is, this is a place that I'm experiencing what felt like a double standard and injustice. Oh and, yeah. Right. No, so shit. it was like the first place where I did something and somebody else did the exact same thing or we did it together, but they were getting high fives and I was getting yeah. like snickered at. Yeah. And that really kind of, it really irked me. Yeah. I think that like, I remember when the, 
podcast Guys We Fucked started. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with that I show. Am. I am. Um, shout out. What's up, Christina and Corinne? Yeah. Uh, past kiss of the Gals. show. I was just on a panel with Christina. Oh, they're such lovely human they're beings. Um, and I, I feel like the popularity of that podcast, beyond it being a great show, it like it hit at a perfect time where women are like, I am so sick of being fucking called sluts and like slut shaming continued to be a conversation, but it, it reached this critical mass and them just like having guys they fucked on a podcast and talking about it openly and being like, I'm not embarrassed. I can talk about your sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. It was an explosion. Like yeah. it had such a long time coming for that type totally. of conversation. And, and slut shaming, but also internalized. Cause yeah. I think that's part of it that we don't, acknowledge enough is that you I I know that I definitely thought when I was younger like I'm not gonna talk about my sex I mean obviously I made a complete 180 Mm -hmm. um but I I think did you act differently in order to avoid being called a slut no um I didn't have that problem because I was like a very late bloomer so I wasn't really having sex until I was 20 and then by that time I just wanted to get the fuck out there you know what I mean but I wasn't talking about it as much. I think it was just like, I felt a little more shame. Yeah. I, and and it was subtle, of course. Like, I didn't feel like I couldn't do anything. I just wouldn't talk about it as openly. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I, I mean, I've been a uh, slut since the, coming out the gate, but I was also a late bloomer. But when I started like hooking up, I was so, I was like, I gotta, it's gotta happen. Yeah. And immediately, I mean, in my high school, they called me back alley Allen because I gave a blowjob <laughs> in an alley, <laughs> which um, wasn't the greatest. But um, and just like the immediate I every time I've been public about my sexuality up until recently, I've either been like made fun of or treated as like a type of girl that you sleep with, but not one that you like date or take seriously as a person. That's like a real challenge too. Yeah. Uh, Even some of like, some of my best guy friends who I love have expressed to me feeling that way about girls. It's crazy. And it just really upsets me because if I don't fuck you on the first night, that's not a good sign. Like I, that's, <laughs> yes, that, I want to. That's I want to feel yes. that way about you, and that gets me excited. And I think the idea that I would not experience that and like let my natural path of opening up to somebody, yeah, um, happening is. It, like, just just to not be perceived a certain somewhere. way. Yeah. Just, right. That's all. That's to, the only reason. Like we we have a male friend who actually said to us very recently, and ugh. I was I was this particular friend is very neurotic and like I don't I take most of what he says with a grain of salt. Um but this particular thing did shock me. Um he was basically like yeah, if I, like, when I was dating, if I would go on a date with a girl and she would sleep with me on the first date, I kind of would just, like, write her off in my head. Yeah. Because, like, I guess he, his perspective was, like, if if she, like, gave it away to me that easily, like, she's not a challenge anymore. Like, it flips a switch in my yeah. brain. So interesting. I feel like it's a, it's a combo, one-two punch of capitalism and rape culture working together in a horrible way. Yeah. Because I... How's, he, how, what's the exchange in value for... What do you mean by cap? So, like, the idea of something has more value if it's harder to get or there's scarcity to it. Okay. Like, I've always heard okay. this kind of, like, Andrew, and my my... When I used to, you want we can't have, yeah. Which is, but I think that that I mean I feel that way too. Like if there's something that's more limited, absolutely. And then I also kind of feel like it's 
what sucks about this thing that we're describing is how many guys I wasn't into, didn't sleep with, and then they started to really like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, why? But the I ones I did you? sleep with? Yes. Yes. Like, that's not helpful for me. I know. Me. I know. Well, it's like, it's it's like, I guess, I once some, fr- I used to hang out with frat guys back in the day. Um, NYU frat guys. So let's, mm. the yeah. soft F. Business uh, frats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, one, one of them once said to me, Andrea, why would I, I love, I love metaphors. <laughs> Of involving women that have like exchange of goods and services in right. them. Right, I can't I'm wait like, to hear this. I'm one. like, oh great, I am. The best a, one is like the best the one is the yeah. cow. Why yeah. would I buy the cow when I could get the milk for free? Exactly. Am I a cow? Do yes. You? Am I a? Am I a? I'm livestock. Livestock. Yeah. He basically was like, if there's a t-shirt, <laughs> it's always like. You have three. <laughs> if there's a T-shirt that you that he definitely was NYU. Yes. Like, oh, such yeah. NYU douche chills. Uh, if there's a T-shirt that costs two hundred dollars, a white T-shirt, and one that costs five dollars, but they look relatively the same, which one are you going to think is of better quality? And I'm like the two hundred dollar one because it costs more. And he's like, right. So this was he did not study economics. This was not a very good theory. But it was basically like, be the $200 t-shirt by not giving it to him right away, making him work, mm-hmm. making him spend money on you, making him like, making you this hard to I, attain thing. Yeah, And like, I don't think that there's anything wrong too in playing that game. If that's a game you want to play. Yeah. And also if, if what you're, like there is a power um, imbalance between men and women and I think a lot of women like this that is how they get power if well, you're not yeah. the one making money and he's making money I, I, I don't I don't like that yeah. like, that's not the rules of society I would like it to be yeah. but I also you I like, mean, like show, so, you if some it. women right if some if that works for you like I know I, I've met some really yeah. badass feminists who are into that yeah well I, I agree because there is the wage gap so it's like yeah. in this way fucking show show me the money baby yeah the money thing it's a sensitive subject, but I was thinking about it the other day, and I think that women spend – I mean, I can confidently say this. Women spend more money maintaining themselves mm-hmm. for yeah. the sake of dating or, like, going to formal events or, like, really doing anything, living Venmo their life. Bitch. It's – they spend more money, think – Hairs, nails, makeup. Like, I'm not saying you need to do that, but to be treated well in society. Yeah, like in general, we spend way more money. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a little bit nitpicky when people are like, well, you're not paying for as much as like they're paying for. So you're not a feminist. But it's like, you, we're expected to pay more money anyway. So, like, I, I think it's okay when women want to be like paid right. for a little bit. I, I, I don't disagree with that. I think it's I like, you know, I, I love. It's okay. If any, if either person, you know, yeah, like, sure. It's great. It's you okay to find if you're, if you like paying yeah. and you need to find somebody who likes being, being paid, paid for. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. about finding your bottom if you're a top or whatever. I'm looking for a pay pig right I like now. Being That's paid, what I'm. I like being paid for. I'm just putting that out Same. There. You know what? Just, it does like it. So what they're five love languages, right? Yes, yeah. And one of them is like gift giving, which I'm not really a fan of. Sure. I kind of for a long time have felt like that's like a really lame and shallow way yeah. of showing love. But I do think that when somebody provides services to you, yeah. mm-hmm. and that can be money. Like if you, if somebody loves you and they could buy you dinner or help you out financially in some way, oh yeah, that's support. Totally. That is that is love. Yes. And like that's okay. Well, the problem is for me, if like that's 
the only right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because you need you need like substance behind it as well. Yeah. yeah, Andrea knows this about me. Like I love being taken care of. No, you do, and I think it's because you like have to be swaddled. So by acts of service, yes. acts of service, and and gifts, kind of like I like it when people are thoughtful and they like. I I like when I go over to my boyfriend's house and he like bought cereal that I I'm like. annoyed like, when people give me gifts. I'm like, really? That, yeah, I think that like mm-hmm. you just gave me trash generally <laughs> is how I fucking feel. Oh, where and am like, I going to put this in my Now I'm like, apartment. do I have to wear this if you bought it for me? Like, uh-huh. uh, okay, you got me something for my desk and you're going to see my desk every day and all I want to do is like, yeah. Push it off. Yeah, but yes. you have to keep it but out. I have to keep it out. Well, you, so you kind of see it as like pressure that's put on you that you have to react a certain way or yeah. like like yeah I get that but you don't like it like if you um you're married so like yeah. if if your husband like got you um like a type of drink that you like and put it in the fridge and like that those kinds of like small mm-hmm. no I, I was I thinking of you yes. you know like I think that can really add up to a really nice thing and I like doing that for other people well, too that's, that's thoughtful gifts versus tchotchke and also yeah. there's that and there's also a little bit of like where where's a service versus just a gift yeah totally like my like if somebody if he got me something that was like food re- for some reason that feels more yeah. like a service like the fact that he went grocery shopping oh, yes food oh, is, I, that's I so nice buy me yeah. food that I like yeah mm-hmm. And like he's my husband loves acts of service. So if I like I'll make him coffee in the morning and yes. like that's all I have to do. And I am like the best. Yeah. You buy me a bagel. I'll be with you forever. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think this 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 NYU fucking Jake shout out. Oh, my God. The people I used Jake to hang out snake. with. Jake the snake. I think he he's he was hitting on he was hitting on something that I agree it is it's multi-layered it's not necessarily like you're an object to be bought mm-hmm. and you your value increases by how much you abstain like I, I you know I don't think he was saying I think there is like a, a gray area to all of this mm-hmm. but I, I used to react so strongly to this because I would be like no I want to fuck I, I want to fuck and it is crazy to me that I have to be some like pretty little uh, flower. That, right, that's but not that's my not personality. That's not who you are. Right. And exactly. also, like, you can just keep on finding them and fucking them exactly. and then, like, going through them. That's what I did for a little bit and there. As did I. It was lovely. It yeah. was grand. I, I think, yeah, I just think the, the lower, having people being treated as lo- lower piece, like people in society, I mean, sex workers obviously receive mm-hmm. this to no end but it's like having autonomy over your own sexuality and not thinking that your entire value as a person is whether or not you give something away is it's bizarre this is the one thing that i'll say about like choosing not to sleep with somebody on the first date or on the first two however long it is like i think do what you want to do. And if you know, because I know that this can be a problem and has been a problem for me in the past as well. If you know that your energy with somebody in particular or in general with a man, if you sleep with them, then you're going to get prematurely attached to them. Mm. I can see that as a legitimate reason for not wanting to sleep with them right away. Yeah. But that's for your own purposes. It's not so they will think that you're like giving it away all willy nilly. Like who Mm -hmm. gives a fuck? Mm -hmm. I also like personally, I think in, I'm not interested anymore in having one night stands Mm -hmm. in the way I used to be. So I think now too, when I meet somebody, um, we're open and we like 
Oh, oh yeah, some stuff sometimes. Your Brooklyn is fuck, my yeah. friend. Yeah, so Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> it's, and if I were single, I think, I don't think I would maybe want, I don't know what I would want. Yeah, I think I think the one night stand phase is, is exploratory, always. You yeah. know what I mean? Although it would be funny to just have a one. What if I just had a one night stand? It would be so wild. I kind of like, I do, I do, I don't miss drinking and I, I'm in an open relationship too. So technically I could do this, but there was something about like going to a bar Mm -hmm. and just like meeting a stranger. Yeah. Getting to know them over a course of a few hours, banging it the fuck out and then just being like, goodbye. Mm. But I feel like I've seen every version of sort of like what that interaction is like. Like I've kind of like, and and enjoyed it, but I'm like I've played this video game already. Yes. I know this, and I'm it's it it would be kind of boring at mm-hmm. this point for yeah. me. But I feel a little bit like that, and I, I think I know that I've really discovered in my openness how much I just love the ability, yes, to go out to a bar and feel like I can flirt and talk mm-hmm. to somebody, and maybe like the the fun and the excitement around maybe meeting somebody mm-hmm. is. So it just opens me up to experiences in a really powerful way. But I've realized like the one or two times I've started making out with somebody, I'm like, oh, this is, this part's actually the, like, I'm not as into this part. Yeah. Like, like, I just wanted to meet you more. Yeah. Yeah, The chase is a little more fun. And then you're not going to like, I never had good sex from a one night stand. Oh, I did. I didn't. Yeah. It takes me a little bit longer to get comfortable. I think sometimes I do because I think for me, so when you have a one night stand or whenever you have, a first encounter with another person. The it's first the encounter. first encounter. Like I think <laughs> if we were to touch hands right now Ooh, for the first time. Let's do it. We're touching hands. I think you like really notice it when you it's touch somebody encounter. new. Yeah. Tiny hands. I have creepy hands. Yeah. My hands are really small. Um, <laughs> and mine are so big. Yeah, mine are tiny. Uh, it, it, you know, you're, you are nervous. Yes. Like your body naturally responds more sensitively to a new experience. Yes. Because yeah. it doesn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And when you get comfortable with something, you don't feel it as much. Yeah. So f- for me, that heightenedness of like, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know who you are. When you take off that shirt, I don't really know what's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. All of that just gets me really aroused. Yeah, of like course. Mentally and, sure. and physically. And therefore, like that that's what I really miss. And that's what I would want from a one night stand. And I think I have... Uh, really good, not good sex on one night stands often. Like the sex, yeah, it, like really it, good, not good sex. It yeah. doesn't really matter what it. he's doing. I'm just so mentally excited yes, about it. Yes. That like, even though he's like jackhammering and it's like not great, like it doesn't matter because yeah. I'm actually like the thing that is harder for me now. I think for a lot of people when they're in a serious relationship is the arousal part. Yes. Yeah. yeah I agree with that. Yeah. Um, and I think that, I think sex could, Sex toys can be a great way to like spice up your situation, which brings me back to I want to talk about Dame a little bit more because Dame um, Dame is interesting because the whole like philosophy and you can correct me if I'm wrong is closing the pleasure gap Mm -hmm. um, because women far fewer women um, achieve orgasm every time they have sex than men do. Mm -hmm. So they, a lot of them can be worn during sex or like during uh, foreplay and stuff like that. A lot of our products are designed with partners in mind. So I think oftentimes when we think of vibrators, we think of masturbation and we definitely have products that were optimized more for that experience. Optimized. Yeah. Love it. Um, And then, but we started with a product called Eva, which we launched on Indiegogo and raised 575 
thousand dollars. Yeah, baby, businesswoman special. (laughs) Make money. Um, And that product is a hands-free clitoral vibrator that provides clitoral stimulation, which is what a lot of vulva havers desire and want for more pleasure. Yeah, yeah. All about the clit, baby. All about that clit. Um, To get that stimulation during penetrative sex. Um, so yeah, that's really where it comes from. And we also try not to focus on orgasm, but like women are four times more likely to say that sex has been not at all pleasurable in the past year. So sad. When we talk about bad sex, right? Women, when they are talking about bad sex, they're often talking about pain. Yes. While men are often just talking about like it not being good enough, like really great. (laughs) So I think for us, it's, you know, about trying to fix that imbalance um, and really elevating everybody through that process yeah. because the cool thing about sex and partnership is that like if I'm thriving, then you thrive more and then I thrive yeah, more. Man. We go up and we go up and then we boom. Big cockroach know? energy. Big cockroach <laughs> energy. And was the idea for, I guess, was the idea for Eva originally um, based on research or was it based on your personal experience or um, both? I would say a, a little bit of both. I knew that. So at the time, I had gotten my master's, and I was aware of how how important the clitoris was, and external stimulation can be. It's for so important, many people. gentlemen. It's important. The clitoris, hello, yeah. heard of it. <laughs> and I also knew that you know we weren't necessarily talking about that. I knew that there were products out there that were trying to provide that stimulation. I knew friends mm-hmm. and through education how a lot of women were interested in like vibrating cock rings. Yes. To try and get clitoral oh, stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. But felt like, you know, it doesn't actually do it entirely. Yeah. Um so I knew all of that. And then started making vibrators at home in my kitchen, essentially. Uh, this is the most it. awesome Betty, Betty Crocker shit yeah. I've ever seen. And I had friends come over and take off their pants and try out these vibrators in front of me. It must have been hard to get, like, so the the little legs that Eva so at has. at first I didn't have legs. Okay. And I was realizing I had friends come over and yeah. I would make them in different sizes. And I'd be like, okay, grand plie. Like, do a big plie. and <laughs> Rigorous it, Right, and I realized that, okay, it has to move with their bodies because when you're having sex, your body, you open and close your legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and what's keeping it in place is actually like applying a little bit of force yeah. to the labia. That's right. Um, right, because so like the a legs are flexible. Legs are flexible. It's like a little ninja that climbs up between like two buildings. Yeah. But instead of the buildings, it's your giant, your vulva. Yeah. And it vibrates. It's really incredible because I can't, I mean, it may exist, but I don't think I've ever seen another um, clitoral vibrator that like actually stays in place during intercourse. Yeah. Wow, I sound like a scientist. The only other, the other thing that has existed before is like the butterfly, it's a strap. Uh Uh-huh. So like there's, it looked like a butterfly and it yeah. vibrated and then you would strap it around your body. So it was a lot. Around your legs? Around your legs and your hips. Oh, wow. Yeah. And With then the it would vibrate. Yeah. And then it would vibrate. Um, so I, and it looked like a butterfly. So it's like, how do we make something, even though ours does have some wings. It's a little wings, bug. It's like it a little does, alien. But it's it so doesn't cute. have, it like this butterfly had wings and eyes and like, you know. It had oh, eyes. Oh, really? Oh yeah, my God. Weird. You know, so many vibrator. So many vibrators are like a oh, dolphin, like, a kid, dolphin. like kitschy, <laughs> yeah. like that. And I don't know. There's I mean, it's kind of fun. Reasons but. too for it. Like I, I've heard. I think that in different cultures, it's a way of getting around sometimes the promiscuity of it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's interesting. It, which it doesn't feel like that to us. It feels really like corny, corny, corny yeah, yeah. and weird. 
Um, well, like, yeah, for example, like something I remember when Jan and I, Janet's my co-founder, she went to MIT. So like yes, she bitch. really knows how to like make the stuff. Um, that's the technical term. She's We're the, making the she's stuff. The, she's like the she's maker She's the stuffer. Michelle to your Romy. <laughs> yes. She's got a, a Wait, which one has the deeper voice? That's Romy, yeah. but but Michelle's like the the designer yes. one. Mm. The um the I watched one of the videos about you two and um and starting the business and everything and um there was like a shot with all these 3D printers that you yeah. have, which like as an ex-design school person, I was like, oh my God, that is so fucking cool. Jeez worthy. Yeah. Like the idea it's also crazy because like 10 years ago, right? That's when we were in school. I don't know how old Yeah, we yes. Yeah. Like the, also the technology has just continued to change yeah. too. It's so wild what you can do. You just cook in up your... vibrators in your house? Yes. That's incredible. It's not entirely true, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, technically. Yeah. And... Anyway, so I have no idea what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> That's so okay. My, so how do you test something like that out? Do you have focus groups specifically? We do. We'll have focus groups. We actually have like a community of people. You can sign up on our website. Some the lucky Labs. people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you amazing. can sign up. And we send out surveys. And then sometimes we're like, hey, we have prototypes that we need people to try. Or we are looking for people who have used this one of these vibrators before to understand your experience with it. And that is how... We do the research to make better products because I think that for so much of this is about not having the conversation yeah, and just trying to get people to have more conversations so we can listen to those conversations Absolutely. so we can make better products is part of the research and development that yeah. we do. Well, Emily yeah, found I mean, Dame I, on her own. because I found, well, I found you guys on my own because um friend of the show, Remy Casimir, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. She, she posted something about the MTA didn't want to put your ads up on the subway mm. because... Oh, that's what I wanted to say, which is like when Jan and I first got together, we were like, oh, we'll never call it a personal massager uh-huh. or these other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, I've, now what I know is the reason why people do that is so they can get around ad regulations. Censorship. Uh. Other censorship, right. So it's not... So, so now I'm like, maybe we would do that because if that means that someone can then find the product yeah. when they couldn't find the product before, then it is worth it and it's not necessarily the brands. Okay. And I've heard this from other like tampon companies or something. They'll be like, they'll make an advertisement for Facebook and they'll write, great for your... Woo woo, or something. They'll do yeah. something to try and be cutesy, and then somebody will be like, "Why? Why aren't you just using the technical term vagina? You're supposed to be a feminist company. Like, what's yeah. going on there?" And the truth is, it's it's not just the company; it's the company trying to fit into a system yeah. that is the afraid of the word vagina. vagina. Yes. Well, what what were what were the ads supposed to say? Were they so, supposed to say like sex toys for like was our it- MTA ads? Yes. So let me. I'll. So we. Reached out to the MTA after mm-hmm. the MTA told the New York Times that they would be willing to work with companies in our category, in our space. Okay. So I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll- I've seen a lot more sex ads on the MTA, like ED yeah. and that kind of stuff the past Yeah, and that years. hadn't For even hands. happened yet. So okay. like, then we reached out to them and they saw, or they had just, yes, they had done the ED ones. And that's yes. why they said they would work with a company in our category as well. And we reached out to them. We showed them all these advertisements. We had ones that were like, you know, take the O train. Like we have all these like, <laughs> like more intimacy than I'm rush hour. I'm show my O face. And they hated those. They were like, don't make jokes about the MTA. Really? Yes. What? They were like, but these other ones where you just say toys for sex and show the vibrators, like these are fine. Mm-hmm. We had one that said like uh-huh. 96, 96% of men get where they're going while, while 60% of women don't. 
That's clever. It's probably a weird way of saying it. It's so good. But we've had, you know, anyway, so those they approved. And then when we went and like sent them in for our final one to get the invoice and to run the advertisements, they ghosted us. Really? Yeah. And then they added a new line in their FAQ page saying that like no sex toy of any gender would be allowed. And then they do not and would never work with any sexually oriented brands. And the that's so out. not true. Yes. Right? They are obviously working with all of these sexually oriented brands, companies that make products that help improve people's sex lives to companies who make bed sheets and use sex to sell yes. those sheets. Oh my God. So yeah. like food companies literally, where the face is like, ugh. They, yes. show, they show a woman with uh, grapefruits oh, over her this tits. Ad. I hate that this line. ad yeah. so deeply. I, I babysit these kids and I take them down on the subway every day and there was an ad for this girl to get uh for for plastic surgery but this girl was wearing a bikini and then it said thirty thousand dollars on it and i was like this is fucking inappropriate like i don't want my kids to like see this and then they're like all of a sudden one of them's like why is does that bathing suit cost thirty thousand dollars and i'm like all right cool (laughs) the most notorious ad i saw was the woman with so there is one and i don't know if it's still around it was it was graffitied so hard immediately um and it was a woman holding like small tangerines over her boobs and like i'm sad look at me i don't have giant tits and then then the after yes and she's smiling and i'm like that is so fucking offensive and disgusting (laughs) i cannot believe it and the gall to not accept like your funny, cool, well-written ad campaign. That's actually geared towards women to help improve women's sex life. It's okay to buy other products because they might help you attract a woman, but we can't sell products that actually help women enjoy that sex. That's so fucking annoying. It is. It's really annoying. And I I mean, like the other thing is, is it just seems like a really strange line for them to draw. They are running ED medication ads. They are running advertisements for the Museum of Sex where you can go and buy my product. Yeah. Um, which also At is a great museum place. Of sex? Yes, the Museum of Sex makes a lot of money through their sex shop. So why why are they allowed to run advertisements but we're not? And why can an, my favorite ad that I saw in the past few months since launching this lawsuit was a advertisement on the subway for a moving company mm-hmm. and it said we can help you move your children's toys or your adult toys too. Yes. And it's just like why is why can that company acknowledge and make a joke? Yeah. If we're worried about kids understanding what sex toys are, why is that okay? Yeah, yeah. What, and what is what is the problem here? So the person that you dealt with, did mm-hmm. you sense like we've dealt with some sexism in the past? No, you're wor- uh, so I'm working with a proxy. So okay. you, when you talk to the MTA or you buy uh, advertising space, you're actually buying it through a, a proxy, a different company that owns that space and, and owns that contract with mm-hmm. the government to sell that that inventory. Okay. Um, and the guy who I was talking to was rooting for us and really kind and thought that this would work and then uh-huh. was upset that it, it didn't. Okay. I do think that my guess is, you know, he's a guy. I think his boss is a guy and he's talking to other guys yeah. and he's taking my words and my campaign and then trying to get another guy to take it seriously. Yeah, yes. And like, so I've had experiences like I couldn't get an SBA loan, which is a government subsidized small business loan. Okay. Because they have a line in there that says that, you know, it's not any business that's political, religious, or makes most of their profit from an indecent 
from a product of an indecent sexual nature and i was like what what does that mean an indecent sexual nature so i said like oh okay great we're just of a sexual nature we're not indecent yeah like they wouldn't have put that qualifier in there Uh and like when i've worked with men laugh at me people don't (laughs) yeah i mean i i I think a lot of to a lot of people talking about sex at all is indecent Ugh. There is no such thing as decent sex. Get over it. It's, yeah. it's, it's borderline puritanical. It is no. It's definitely puritanical. Yeah. Um, it's it, anyway. It, it's been challenging because trying to get men to take it seriously. Yeah. Is hard. They don't always. See, yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't always see it. Uh, they don't always understand the nuances. Um, honestly, it's not even just men. I think that there are a lot of women too who are steeped in patriarchy and think yes. that like men's erections are medically valid and women's sexual pleasure is not medically necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it's not sexist because that's just how it is. Yeah. But really like that's a social construct. We're just deciding that like yeah. men do not need to have an erection in order to live. No, they don't. And women, they would think that. <laughs> yeah. Neither of these things are, you know, life necessities. These yeah. are about living your life and feeling like you have a full life. Yeah. So how, why we're saying that one's okay. And that one isn't, it blows my mind. Yeah, but the, honestly, the, my mom was, my mom didn't see it at first. Really? really? My I love my mom. Yeah. yeah. She's amazing. One time I posted like my nipple hair on Instagram because I was just amazing. Like I have a, a lot of nipple hair. Me too. And I'm just like, it's impressive. Like yeah. it gets real long. It does. And I was just like, you get a crazy long one. You're like, like, how has it been this long for so long? So long. I was like, <laughs> I just plucked it. Anyway, so I was taking some pictures of it and posted it on Instagram as mm-hmm. one does. And my like mom. Like a close up? Like a close up. Like and around I put, the nipple? Yeah, like just the hair. Like you couldn't really tell it was a boob, but you could mm-hmm. see the hair. And right I on. put some emojis of, of blossoming plants around it or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, people messaged me saying I was brave. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah. My mom messaged me saying, why would you do that on Instagram? Yeah. I thought you were trying to show people how empowered women are yeah. not how gross we really are <laughs> oh wow <laughs> and I was like oh wow there's so much to unpack yeah and it's really cute like <laughs> you don't un- she doesn't doesn't always see my perspective because of where she comes from yeah. and it always leads to really great conversations well, I learn a lot from my mom I've talked about this with the mom situation because my mom I'm I released an album last year where it looks like I am getting facial spoiler alert it is milk but um I remember and I've been pretty uh, public both of us I feel like we've hit a point of no return with our publicness about like our personal lives Mm -hmm. our sex lives once you spill a little bit, you just want to spill it all because yeah. you realize that nothing fucking matters. Right. And we definitely have crossed the threshold of I can't work at a bank ever again. <laughs> I if can't I, be in politics. Yeah, if I wanted to, which I also think someone who's open about their sexuality should be in politics. But I totally agree. I want to be the vibrator mayor one day. Yes, please. Oh, you have my vote. You get a vibrator. You get a vibrator. <laughs> You're just throwing them out at rallies. Good vibes. Yeah, all around. But it does, it does. To Good that, vibes all around would be your uh, yeah. your slogan. Sorry, go on. No, by all means. There, There is this, um, it is their reaction. Mothers, it's their reaction of wanting to protect their daughters that I think they feel like were... And it, it is steeped in patriarchy of mm-hmm. like, if you talk openly about your sexuality, 
you're less valuable and you will be treated. And who needs protecting? Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, and, and it's like, I don't want you to do something that you quote unquote regret. And I'm like, I don't want to live in a society where it's regrettable, where I talk about my existence. Mm-hmm. Like and I get to person. decide what I'm going to regret. Yeah. You know, you don't know what I will or will not regret. Yeah. Do you know you definitely would not regret? Tell me about it. An Audible subscription. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Audible is sponsoring today's show. And I got to say, it is the perfect time because this would be such a bomb uh, holiday gift for somebody. For the moms. For all the moms. Post a picture of your ass on Instagram and then send your mom an Audible subscription. So that she has something <laughs> to calm her down yes. while she's having a conniption over the ass photo. Like, <laughs> I I honestly love Audible. Um, I like to listen to audiobooks when I go to sleep. I find it very relaxing. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of people are getting into audiobooks for their commute. It's great when you go to the gym, when you're pumping iron. That's right. Um, and like I said, I think it'd be a great gift for somebody because everybody wants to read, but nobody wants to actually read. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no one wants to pick up a book. Nobody wants to turn pages. Doing? Our fingers get tired from texting. Yes. We want to listen to the book, absorb the information. I personally listen to a book that I've talked about on this show. It's called Intuitive Eating. Yes. Um, and it teaches you how to uh, intuitively eat, obviously, and like heal your relationship with food, which was a big issue for me um, since I used to have an eating disorder. But I don't think reading that book would have been as beneficial for me because it's very dense. Yeah. Yeah. So those types of books, self-help books, things with personal affirmations and shit, I would listen to that on on the train and feel so empowered going to work. Like, yeah, you know what? I am a badass because this British lady says so. Yeah. I'm a really big fan of fantasy on Audible. Really? Especially when they have, sometimes they'll have casts. So like one of my favorite Audible books is The Golden Compass. Oh. Which is. Oh, The Great Compass. Yes. Great book. And they have all these character voices. Yes. And. That's fun. It's so fun. It transports you. It does. I'm just in a a nice little vacation. But then it, it. I agree where my eyes are what's tired every yeah. day. Yes. So just getting to close my eyes versus like watching TV, which keeps my brain on a little bit more. Yeah. It's it's so nice. Yeah. I, just a cup of tea and an audio book. Mm. So just happy to have an audible fan in the studio. Yeah. When we mentioned this was a sponsor, she was like, yeah, I love it. I'm like, <laughs> Visibly oh. excited. Genuinely <laughs> so happy to hear that. Uh, right now for a limited time, you can get three months of audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half off the regular price. Are you fucking you kidding, kidding me? me here? You're fucking kidding me. Get over it and get this fucking book thing. <laughs> That's what they want me to call it, book thing. Again, that's three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month, half off the regular price. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Hell yeah. Visit audible.com slash HMCH or text HMCH to 500-500. For hot mess comedy hour. Exactly. Again, that's audible.com slash HMCH or text HMCH to 500-500. Hell yeah. So, I mean, we haven't, we've covered so much ground. I would like to know, we like to ask our guest why they think they're a hot mess. So I will pose that question to you at the end part of our show. 
Uh, I feel like you got your shit so together. Um, I, it is always funny to book someone who I'm like, oh, I'm excited to like meet and know about their lives mm-hmm. and like, what, what a like sophisticated lady. But then I also don't know that you're a human being. So there's got to be something under the surface going on. Oh my God, there's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you say that you're a hot mess if you had to say? Or what's what's your current struggle? I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually, I feel like such a hot mess. I, I really do think that I'm faking it all the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. My, I'm really bad at closing drawers. Uh-huh. Like I'm kind of person <laughs> that like I walk into a room, I open all the drawers to find yeah. stuff and I don't close at all. So like mm-hmm. whatever room I've just walked into is a hot mess. Yes. So I will go with that. Yeah. I'm the same way. My bedroom looks like a Forever 21 dressing room, uh-huh. like with all the clothes strewn about. And like some people will say organized chaos. It's not organized. No. It's chaotic chaos. And I think like uh, it can be the problem for me, which I think is a similar problem with a lot of disorganized people, is you need to do everything at once. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I I am a bit of a perfectionist actually gets in the way because I need to accomplish a task all at once and I can't do it all at once because who has a whole day to organize their life? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because now I'm thinking about like if I when I'm less stressed out or I feel like where I'm more on top of my stuff, like the things that make me feel like a hot mess is like playing a video game for like too many hours in a row. <laughs> yeah. But now I think like, actually like that's when I'm got my stuff together. Yes. Is when you can like, like find the time to do yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and actually probably when I'm like really, really on top of it, that's actually when I feel more out of control. Cause I yeah. don't have, I'm not finding the time to just chill or. Yeah. I feel like we're, when you are running a business or like, fucking just being in New York in general, you're always treading water in a sense. You've got like 10,000 things happening all the time. It just really, but it doesn't have to be, like I think, I, I think just like intuitive eating, I think that when you're intuitive and intentional with your time, mm-hmm. you, I think it's about working smarter and not yeah. just harder. Mm-hmm. But sometimes somehow I get to a place that I'm currently at, which is not working smarter and just yes. working really hard and having a lot on my plate. Yeah. Um, definitely trying to say no to more things. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know when you're trying to build a bit. I mean, my, my boyfriend expressed to me that he was worried about me a few days ago. Oh yeah. Dusty team, Dustin <laughs> team, and, Dustin for life. And he was like, you're just not taking care of yourself. And, and I'm like, yeah, I, totally. I don't sleep a lot. Um, not currently in therapy, you know, um, mm. and, you know, building, still building a business. What we do is a business um, and also having comedy as well alongside. Are you a CEO? Yeah, baby. Actually, well, I yeah. do. Yeah. Te- technically, yeah. Allen Comedy Incorporated. That's Gotta right. Get that tax mm-hmm. write off. Everybody's like, oh, wow, you're a CEO. I'm like, what business do you want to start right now? Because oh. you, too, can be a CEO. <laughs> you, everyone can. You yes. just have to register it's through an account. It's not that hard. <laughs> I'm going to be a CEO of Shit Talking Incorporated. Oh, oh that's awesome. Right? I, I would am. totally have you on my podcast. <laughs> um, and, and I was like, I get that. And I know that I have to build better habits. Like yeah. I, I know that if I don't build if as I'm, I'm building these habits now and I'm, I'm, I could be infinitely more busy. The more you, the more you gain success, the more busy you're going to be. Mm. There's going to be more demands on you. I think naturally. That was, I had a, a good guy friend who, 
you know, he started a business in college. So by the time I was starting my business, he had like a pretty successful, big, well, cool business. Good for him. And we were chatting um, and I was like really stressed because <laughs> so silly to think about it now. But I, I had to pay people and I wrote these checks and I was like, I guess I have to mail these. <laughs> and I didn't know how to like there's just still things like that are not millennialized yet. Yes. Yeah. Like, I didn't, now you can actually do it on the internet and when sure. you get bigger in business, there's better ways and more efficient ways of doing it. But I was like so irritated and frustrated and I was like, oh, once we just start making money, I'll like be able to do this and this. And he was like, Alex, you're making it, you think it's going to get easier as you get bigger. Yeah. No, and it, not. and it doesn't, you have to just get better at yeah. prioritizing and handling things because nothing because it the problems actually only get bigger. Yeah, they become bigger. More money, more problems. Yes, they say absolutely. Yeah. And 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 I what I did say that to him. I was like, well, babe, I'm like really pushing now because I later need, it'll be exactly. I'm gonna have the money, the resources that all the monotonous shit will not land on mm-hmm. me. But he was like, Andrea, you cried because someone wrote a bad iTunes review. <laughs> like if you yeah. are on a Netflix show or you know what I mean, you're gonna be traveling. Like there's gonna be infinitely more universes in which you're gonna have to get shit done in different ways. So you need to carve out the time to take care of yourself. And I just can't and I need to keep trying, but I just, I don't know. It it, it does kind of feel like. You know what's crazy? It's so hard to find five to 10 minutes to just sit and do nothing. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I feel guilty when I'm not doing things. Like uh, just sitting, I mean, I'll watch Law & Order SVU. Now that is my meditation. Right. <laughs> um, it's that's yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, I, this isn't about you, but like, with this, he is correct in that you should prioritize sleeping more than two hours a night. Yeah. Like, I think that that, it, that will not hurt you. That can only help you to be sleeping the right amount of time every night. Oh, I night, agree. 100%. You know, but obviously, once it gets away from you, it's hard to prioritize that. And I think it can impact other things in the short term but in oh, the long yeah. term obviously that's what you want to do i know um yeah for me something that i have found really interesting too is like starting a sexual wellness business has not been great for my sexual life or my wellness life that's sure. interesting <laughs> i feel and like I'm when like, you I make need... anything a business it becomes less enjoyable it can like you can run your business or your business can run you yeah and i think that like you know whenever like this has happened to me in cycles sometimes all of a sudden i realize i'm not running the business and the business is running me yes yeah and then i take a moment and like just to not do something that's when you got to step away that's when you need to like say no to things yeah cancel your plans and decide what's actually really important to do that week yeah you're right it is in cycles sometimes it'll be like oh and then, yeah. then I'll be like, oh, I, I think I got this. Let's get that noise again. <laughs> um, we do need to wrap up the show, but you've been a delight. Yes. Oh, thanks, guys. I feel like I've learned a lot. Yeah, man. And I feel like I have more uh, like educating to do yeah, about, man. you know, And you can everything. check out our vibrators, our lubricant, our body positioning pillow, which is a really beautiful you sex have a body position. Oh, wait pillow. a second. What? I, did I didn't know, know about that. this. It's awesome. Kind of like a pregnancy pillow, like kind of like a pregnancy pillow, yeah. But it's like it's a wedge shape, so it can lift up your hips and it can help the, a penis and a vagina interact. At different oh, I angles. really want that because yes. a pillow under the butt, yeah. Is and it's nice to have one that's 
in the right shape, in the right shape, or you know that's the one you do that thing with, and you don't sleep on that one. (laughs) And I like the way you think. Yes, it also it's got a waterproof liner. It's got other things in there that make it it. that. Anyway, where can people find all your products? Dameproducts.com. Yes, and they can get fifteen percent off with coupon code Hot Mess. Hot Mess. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yes. Look at coupon code Hot Mess. Hell yeah. The products are so cool. I mean, Emily started using it because you were taking SSRIs. Yes. I was having a lot of difficulty coming during sex. Um, for, really common. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really common. And um, it helped me. So in yeah. a way, you're kind of like my guru. That's right. That's amazing. It's yeah. really it's. It's so wonderful. Like, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) C-U-M. Ding, ding, ding. Um, Where can people find you and follow you? You can follow me at A Fine Human on the Instagram. Love it. Because I'm Alex Fine. She's a human. And you're a fine human. And you're a fine human. Yeah, and then it's Dame Products on all the other stuff. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, You can follow us at Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram, Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter. And if you would like even more Hot Mess. How could you not? Go to patreon.com slash hot mess. There are different reward levels for different rewards. At the $10 level, you get our entire 200 episode back catalog. So much. Two bonus shows, access to uh, the private Facebook group, live streaming. I mean, you're going to have so much access to us that you're going to just want to slap us in the face. Yeah. You're going to be so obsessed. I was live streaming in the private Facebook group after that. Um, iTunes review made me cry. And I was talking to the fans. I'm like, am I really a fucking... So you really get to see yes. the full spectrum. You know, it's fun for you guys because you get like a peek behind the curtain, so to speak. But it's also fun for us because we get to actually lean on you guys emotionally. Yeah, honestly. Um. And I don't have that in my everyday life. Cody so. Allen, Sam Turner, Roe, all uh, my friends. Like, Ryder dies. I love talking to you guys. So anyway, just go check out what we have, patreon.com slash hot mess, and uh, have a fabulous week. It's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast.